Welcome to Motherfucklore, the Irish for Podcast, brought to you by the Headstuff Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter A. When I'm running the Irish for, a lot of people ask me how do you pronounce certain words they find interesting, and this presents me with a conundrum. Do I spell it phonetically, for example? <laughs> do I spell Tautugaholan, H-A-W-L-I-N, something awful? It looks horrible, and it kind of defeats the purpose of promoting something that's beautiful like Irish. Also, then, I can be forced, which dialect do I go with? Do I spell it Connemara style, Ulster style, Kerry style, Waterford style, Gaelskill style, Gangnam style? <laughs> it presents all sorts of problems, but hopefully today we're just going to go through some words that have an A in them. We're just going to keep it simple. And hopefully, if you're still learning Irish, it might give you more confidence in pronouncing words in the future. So, some words with an A, some words with an A father. I'm joined today by Emer Duffy. Thank you. Pader Kivonik. Aha! And Ola Majek Dumni. Hello. Great stuff. So, we're going to have a good time. Wrap it up there. We're done. We're done. Goodbye. Door slamming in the distance. Okay. The first A word I want to share with you is a word that's fallen out of contemporary Irish dictionaries, but I think really needs to be brought back. It's Hachno. A T H G H N O, Father. And this is a word from Dinian's Dictionary, which means a job that has to be done again because it wasn't done right the first time. That's incredibly useful. It's a fantastic word. It's an amazing word. I know. And it applies to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, except we get everything done part one take. One, one take. take. <laughs> one take Okavonic strikes again. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it live. Agano is an amazing word. It's fantastic because, like, there's no one English word to describe that. Like, you know, like, because... You could look at something that's not done well and you go, oh, that's a hames or it's in a heap or bad job. Or, but that doesn't necessarily say that you're going to have to do it again. Exactly. So I don't know. I love it. Deneen's Dictionary is the best thing ever. It's fantastic. I, it. I resolve to use I know a bit more often in life. I certainly hope so. And the next word I want to also share is another word that probably doesn't get used enough. doesn't really have an English equivalent. It's Amlu. A-I-M-L-I-U, father which basically describes something that's been ruined by bad weather, whether it's a person's temperament or a pair of underpants on the washing line. Emer, do you have a word you'd like to share with us? I do have a word I'd like to share. I have many words. Um, my first two that are very similar, they're just differentiated by a father, um, would be at, A-I-T, which means strange, and Aught, a father IT, which would mean a place. You can then put these two together. Um, you can have an at aught or an aught at, and you get some sort of uncanny, strange area. Yeah, and, and you know the technological term uncanny valley, which is when like when we build robots that look so realistic that they weird us out. Mm. That feeling of That's something not right here. At aught. At aught, yeah. Which yeah. is an aught at. That is. It's oit at on that oit. <laughs> Particularly for animation that's too realistic. That, that you get that uncanny value that creeps people out. Fierce stuff, fierce stuff. And do you have a, another? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the count today. Two words. I'm going to bring this back to primary school level here. We've done A. I'm going to bring it now to B and C. I have bod, B, A, father, D, which is a boat. And then I have cot, C-A-T, which is a cat. The Irish for cat is cot. Spelled the same way, we just pronounced slightly differently. Padder, 
Do you have N-A thing to share with us N-A today? N-A thing, N-A thing, N-A, N-A, non-applicable. Yeah, I, I, I love the, um, the idea of pronunciation and that you can take a word that looks so simple, but yes. if you just miss out a tiny little thing, just a tiny little diacritic like a father, it means something completely different. So one of the most useful words in the Irish language is er, a-or, which, which it means on. In a direct translation, but it's used in a whole different way, you know, than on is in Irish. You know, so for example, you could say, um, er, er she, he said, uh, you know, it's the same kind of, uh, it's the same kind of use of the word. It's, it's beautiful, but if you just put a little fada on it, all of a sudden it gets dark. Oh. Because then it's or, and or is slaughter or oh. massacre. There's a wonderful place down in County Kerry called um, uh, Dunanoir. And Dunanoir is just outside on Bulchin, or Ballyferreter, mm-hmm. uh, near Ceanchebale. And it's where there was a massive massacre in the Nine Years' War in the uh, early 1600s, uh, where a Spanish and Irish combined army was completely and totally ambushed and slaughtered by the British down there. And Dunanoir means the Fort of Slaughter. And if you lose that fodder, it becomes Dunanair, which is uh, the Fort of On which is nowhere near as cool. Hasn't Dunanor tried to rebrand itself as the Golden Fort? Uh, yeah, that's Re- Rebranding, sort of, yeah. Not, not, quite, not quite conscious rebranding, but this is one of those things where, like, people forget where a name comes from and then they, they invent something. Like, like, for example, the word cop, uh, which comes from the medieval French cape to, to grab. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, to cop a feel has the same origin as a cop or a copper, a, a, police, oh. a policeman, yeah. You grab someone. But then that sort of got backronymed to uh, COP, Citizen on, Pat- on Patrol, yeah. and later Constable on Patrol. So, But that's all nonsense, and so is Dunanor having anything to do with gold. Because if you go down there, there's an amazing statue of all these heads of Irish warriors that have been chopped off, because that's what the English did. They, they, they came over here and they chopped off our heads, and just the crack we had the day we died for Ireland, lad. It was, it was just <laughs> mighty. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's that's um, that that's my word. Like uh, air meaning on, quite innocuous. Knock a little fodder onto it, and it's an absolute massacre. And then, like, so to go from that, like, we can take air and we can just lengthen it out a little bit. We add on an S and another A. Oh. A R S A is Ersa. Yep. He said so. Ersa Pather, Pather said. Ersa Emer, Emer said. It's great. It's one of the things you find in writing all the time. And while it seems quite simplistic, I sort of subscribe to the Elmore Leonard rules of writing. Mm-hmm. You should never use a verb to convey speaking other than said. He elucidated. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so in Irish, if you're writing in Irish, you want to write fiction in Irish or anything like that, Ersa is the most useful word of them all. You know, Ersa, he said, uh, or she said, or they said, or the cat said, Ersa and cat, mm-hmm. if the cat could talk. But you knock a little fodder onto that and it becomes Orsa. <gasps> which means antiquated or historical, depending on the context. It can be a positive or a negative thing. Antiquated in English kind of has this negative you know, yes. connotation to it. Like, it's antiquated, it's out of date. Or so it's a little bit more, it's a bit like like storied, historical. Uh, so if you're a kind Orsa, you wouldn't be talking at your arse. <laughs> you I, might be. You might be. You might be. They're so, not mutually exclusive. No. <laughs> Historians have been known to talk out their 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 arses at one stage. Unfortunately, you can't put a father on arse. Uh, you just end up with. Orse. If you put a father on my arse, I'll call the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call the cops. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> if you put a father on on arse, you just get orse, which is like Russell Carroll Kelly's arse. It's a very very Southside arse. 
<laughs> the first ever Dublin Podcast Festival is happening this September 19th to the 30th. Brian Reed from S-Town, my dad wrote a porno, Scroobius Pips distraction pieces, Criminal, The Memory Palace and Welcome to Night Vale are all coming to town. Joining them are great Irish podcasts like Jarlath Regan's and Irishmen Abroad, the women's podcast, Dubland, What's the Story Pod with This Feels Terrible. The all-day podcast extravaganza is an all-day event including Fair Game, The Sunday Sermon, Stoneface Film Podcasts, Inside Politics and Potterooney, with wonderful Headstuff Podcast Network pods like Personality Bingo, The Alison Spittle Show, Juvenalia, No Encore, Reviewables and With Relish. That's the 19th to the 30th of September. Definitely an event not to be missed. Tickets are available from Ticketmaster and usual outlets. More information on dublinpodcastfestival.ie and headstuff.org. The Dublin Podcast Festival is brought to you by Headstuff and Aiken Promotions. Ola, would you like to add a word or two? Yeah, I will indeed. I was actually thinking about it earlier. Like, it's quite musical when there's an A father, like, for example, like Oddval or Iran. Whereas, mm. like, let's say Albert, like, it just it doesn't sound musical. It's like. a nicer vowel. Yeah, it Vowel is just a beautiful word. Like, you yeah. know, when you just said it there, I was going, like, that's really poetic. Yeah. It means receipt, but it's really poetic. <laughs> Advil, yeah, it's it's a fantastic one, right? And yeah. it, it is it's 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 lovely to say, fun to say, and fun to hear. Yeah, your voice kind of goes up as well when you're mm. saying this. So. Yeah, so my two words are store, which means frenzy. I never actually knew that. And uh, star, which means history, and also and they're they're separated by a father as well. Yeah, they are. So it's so. And obviously, there's been a lot of frenzy in our history in Ireland, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, could, you could you could have a, a star stara, which is a frenzy of history, mm-hmm. or you could have a star stara, which is a history of frenzies. Yeah, so I think sometimes that particular the star star father is actually written in very light pencil. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have some more? Yeah, uh, mala, which means bag, and mola, or mala. Eyebrow? Mala. 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 So, but you could have one above your eye and one below your eye. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of them were the ones you used to play with in play school. Oh, that's that's Morla. Morla. That's the good stuff. Yeah. Is and that actually comes from Irish, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the Irish for plasticine. It's It's just as simple as that. Is plasticine not a brand name? Yeah. Well, what what is plasticine? It is a a Hoover. You know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, all hoovers exactly. are vacuum cleaners but That's not it. all vacuum not cleaners this, are is, hoovers. this is like the uh, I used to know someone from Offaly who used to talk about it's a lie <laughs> it's true there's nobody she from asked, Offaly yeah. she once asked me if I enjoyed Walker's Tejos oh Tejos Walker's what kind tejos, of Tejos yeah. do you like I like King Tejos <laughs> <laughs> ultimately all crisps are actually some form of potato yeah but nobody likes Walker's Tejos no Ugh. I'm going to tug back on that just in case they have a huge sponsorship deal they're considering <laughs> for this podcast. Well, Walkers, I yeah. like you. <laughs> you can you can sponsor Emer. Yeah. Sponsor Emer. <laughs> to Groinigum or, or Walkers. To Groinigum or I hate them. Oh, oh, you can take the fodder off Groin. You know that? You can take hmm. the fodder off Groin. Groin means means absolute hate. But if you yeah. take the fodder off Groin, you G-R-A. end up with a Gran. G-R-A-F-O-D-I-N. And if you take the fodder off it, you actually end up with Gran, which is a little bit of a cuddle. And so it's quite the opposite. So, And is there any <laughs> connection between a cuddle and a hedgehog? 
no, there's a little bit of a connection between hatred and a hedgehog, because yeah. a groin yolk is mm-hmm. uh, is is a um, is a hedgehog. Yes, and groin is 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 hatred. The groinigum rodigum. But then you go back to the name groin, yeah, which you know, and we look about groin whale, the 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 great uh, uh, the great Irish pirate queen. Uh, who was anglicized? Her name was anglicized Grace O'Malley. So Grania is a name that conveys great grace and poise and sort of statuesque beauty, uh, just like Grania who uh, stole away Dermot uh, and ran away from Fionn McCool, a great beauty, the daughter of Cormac McCart. Um, but yeah, Grania Oak, not so beautiful, but very cute, and you'd you'd love to give a hedgehog a cuddle. You'd love to grana Grania Oak, Grania Oak Grana, but you can't because they're spiky. Yes. Actually, I do have a story about hedgehogs. There was a hedgehog hospital in Cornwall. Oh, yeah, and it's called Prickly Balls. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. I swear, I am not making that oh up. My God. <laughs> uh, I am not sharing this podcast with my mom. <laughs> I am never sending her the link to this. <laughs> okay, I mean, well, thing is, I, I can't think of hedgehogs without thinking of that particular hedgehog hospital because it sounds like the cutest you thing in the world. You can't think of hedgehogs without thinking of Prickly Balls. <laughs> Hedgehog Hospital. See, I like one on Facebook and it's in Dublin and it's just like, you know, like Dublin Hedgehog Rescue or <clears> something <throat> something nice. It's basically like we like hedgehogs. It's pure and wholesome. Yeah. Not like the Cornish. Oh, that pole dark has turned their minds to mush. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. I had one more. Go for it. It's the most <laughs> important one of them all. If you're talking about like, ah, how important ah is and how things can be changed if you make it an ah fodder. Oh. This is really, really important because one of the first things everybody learns is Corka Millish. And and Egeha Corka is lovely. C A Fada C A. C A Fada C A. It's one of the most wonderful things in the whole world, Egeha Corka eating cake. But Egeha Corka, C A C A C A C A, is eating shit. And you don't want to be doing that. It's not as nice as cake. I'm led to believe. So I hope you've all learned something from today's episode. <laughs> There's many a warning, there's many a secret point. I want to thank the letter A for their sponsorship today, <laughs> for bringing the show to you today. And I want to thank the Headstuff Podcast Network for allowing me to put this highly educational broadcast <laughs> into your into your personal music device. It's all it's all hedgehogs and coprophagia right now. It's just <laughs> on that on that note, I want to give a big thank you to my contributors. <laughs> Get out. Hola Magic Tony. Thank you. Paolo Kavonik. Aha! And Emer Duffy. Thanks for having me. We'll catch you in the next time. Thank you for tuning in. Slon. Hi. Dara again. I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And I also want to thank all of you out there for listening, subscribing, and giving all the ratings and stuff so far. If you haven't rated or reviewed the show yet on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts, please go ahead and do so because it's a really good way of helping bring the show to new people and new listeners. If there's anything you'd like us to discuss on a forthcoming podcast, please do message us on Twitter at MotherfuckLore and we will absolutely read them and we will try and get back to as many people as possible and we'll try to pronounce any words you'd be interested in pronouncing as well. I want to thank Brian for producing the show and I want to thank Kirsten Shield for doing the artwork that goes with each podcast. If you are looking for some more podcasts to listen to, the Headstuff Podcast Network has a range of excellent other podcasts. For example, may I recommend Juvenalia, in which a different interesting person every week talks about a piece of pop culture that influenced them when they were young. On that note, thank you very much, and see you next time. 
This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Scoop, 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 scoop. Am I going? Ah, go on. Yeah, you will. Come on. Come on. I'm in the first round. Yeah.